Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Yes, we are back. Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am. My name is Josh Earl. Thank you for downloading this at the top. Thank you for coming back to the podcast, even though we've had about a five-month break. I know a few people kept on asking, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? Now, today, we're back. Wherever you're listening to this, we're back. Uh, this was recorded live at Some Velvet Morning. This whole season's going to be live at Some Velvet Morning, which is at 123 Queen's Parade in Clifton Hill. Sundays, we record them at 3.30. So if you're around, come down. They're 10 bucks. Heaps and heaps of fun. The bar's really cool. Good food. All that kind of stuff. Stick around for a drink afterwards. We had a lot of fun on Sunday. A few things before we go into this podcast. Uh, some of the some of the um, bits are a bit quiet in this. So Tom and Dan at one stage are a bit quiet. I try to bump them up. Um, so there's a bit of a fizz, but everything else is fine. You don't miss anything. Also, next week on the show, if you're in Melbourne, come down. It is Celia Pecola uh, from the very, very good, brilliant uh, Rosehaven Um Set in Tassie. Oh. Uh, she's coming down. Dave Thornton uh, from Fox FM and a whole bunch of other stuff up in Middle Bogan. He's coming down. And Reese Nicholson is in town. He's uh, from Sydney. He's great. Nominated for the Barry last year. He's brilliant. So come down. And there'll be one more surprise act who I haven't booked yet. But they're definitely going to be there. So, um, yeah, enjoy. That's all you need to know. Hopefully I'll see you there next Sunday. For tickets, go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. And the link is there. It's only 10 bucks, And I'll see you next week. All right. Enjoy. Velvet Morning, thank you for coming out to the first one. My name is Josh Earl, and this is a podcast where we find out who knows whom, who knows what, because I still don't know why. Season six, still don't know why. I found out this week, a person with my name on the internet got banned from playing rugby for two years because he refused to take a drug test. So, I can't play rugby for two years. My life is so different. Is everyone here a listener to the podcast? Cheer, make some noise, yes? Has anyone else, has anyone never heard it before and just dragged along because their partner is here and they wanted to spend Sunday with them? Excellent, no one, yes. There's a kid at the bar, that's fine, that's fine. All right, so what we do, this is a quiz where we find out about the people who are on the panel. And tonight we have a very, very good panel, so let's introduce them now. Our first guest joining me is a man who shares his name with a mountain climber who has been described as the king of the Alps and a golf pro at the Gosford Golf Club. Please welcome comedian Tom Ballard. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Tom. Hello. Welcome. Hello. You're, oh, you're very tall. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this seems unnecessary, really. I like it. Thank you for choosing seats which represent our physical stature. I, I like to have my guests feel What's like... What's that, little boy? <laughs> I just want I my... can't hear you. I just want my guests to feel dominant over me. Uh, <laughs> that's how I live my life. <laughs> good little boy, yes. Our next guest is a comedian, a podcaster and good game presenter who shares his name with a marine, an extreme boater 
and an activist investor. Please welcome Dave Callan, everyone. What? I didn't recognise any of those credits. You, yeah, you do. You're a comedian, didn't you know? Yeah. Oh, no. uh, okay, maybe that one, maybe one. No, there's a marine called Dave Callan. A what? A marine. Really? Yeah, he's a big tough guy. Like a badass. Yes, and there's an extreme boater. What? Who? He, he has his own magazine for extreme boating. So not like just extreme, like... Yeah. An audience member asked, what is extreme boating? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. That was the unspoken question. <laughs> Obviously, nothing like a simple dinghy. No. Well, they, they get a simple dinghy and then they put a really, really big motor on it and just fang it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much every photo in the magazine is yeah, just yeah. them going really fast in a, in a small, like, kind of... Yeah. Is it Bayou? Bayou? In, like... Mm. New, Louisiana, yeah, yeah. New Orleans, that Just, kind of area, yeah. And there's like crocodiles everywhere. That's, That's why they have my to fang it. Yeah. You would too. Yeah. Bodie McBoke face, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Extreme! <laughs> Joining us also is a comedian, an actor, and an egg reviewer for Triple R. She shares her name with a Port Augusta calisthenics instructor. Please welcome <laughs> Laura Dunneman, everyone. Yeah. Please don't ask me to do any calisthenics. <laughs> I only do it when I'm back in Port Augusta. Yes. <laughs> now, you are, though, an egg reviewer. Yes. A yeah. what reviewer? I've an only, egg. Yeah. Egg. Like the food. Yeah. Really? How do you review an egg? Um, you eat it, <laughs> and then you say if it's good or not. <laughs> but because I've, I've, I only started doing it about three weeks ago mm. on Triple R um, because I've never eaten an egg. Whoa. And I hate eggs <laughs> and they make me feel really sick and I just think they smell like a big fat fart, and <laughs> <laughs> which they do and I can't understand how anyone it's very could ever radio. eat an egg. Could you not, could <laughs> radio you not? is, people watch her eat an egg and then they, she gags <laughs> and then they're like, she's eaten it and that's it, that's the radio segment. <laughs> And I <laughs> and I don't really I don't really eat very much of the egg like maybe about like a grain of rice size, size of the of egg, egg but I it takes a long time for me to get it down. And do you like fry them or poach them or boil them or what? Scrambled? So the first week I had a scrambled yeah. that didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Second week I had a poached egg. I got given it to me in a plastic takeaway container and I ate it lukewarm. Oh, that would just be all sweaty in the I plastic container It as was well. sweaty and when I opened up the plastic container, the farts smelled <laughs> just like going right up, up my nose. I, I'm, I'm into <laughs> eggs personally and now I don't even like them. Yeah, <laughs> it's my mission to ban eggs. Everybody, don't, you don't eat eggs. We'll start with Twitter and then we'll go to the actual food. Okay. And <laughs> finally, is a first-timer to the podcast. He's a comedian who shares his name with a doctor, an inventor of wind turbines, and an Australian visual artist. Please welcome Daniel Connell. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Great it's nice to, be to have here. fresh uh, blood on the show. Yeah, it's great to be. I just spilled water down my shirt. So <laughs> he did that for attention. You'd never invent a wind turbine. Yeah. <laughs> or be a doctor. I, did you know about those guys? I knew about the visual artists because we had a clash over websites a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, when when you Google image your name, his art comes up. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always one big painting of just like an Indian man. Yeah. Yeah. Always. 
just in front of all my comedy So did he just <laughs> did he just paint one painting ever? I think that's his big one. That's okay, his that's one. maybe yeah, his that's only his one. one. That's his Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with the websites? What, uh, well, I ended up getting .com.au, which Shit. I was pretty happy about, and he got net. So. Oh, net! Hey. What a loser! Sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> but he is number one when he, you type his name in. Anyway, uh, <laughs> also, this is a first for Don't You Know Who I Am because this is the first time we've ever had a couple on. Yes. Can you guess which two? <laughs> no! <laughs> you cheating bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had something special. <laughs> yes. yes, Laura and Dan are a couple. Now... I almost had an ex-couple. Oh, did you? I almost had one, but then the one of them couldn't make it. And they were both happy oh, to come on. I wonder why. Yeah. Do you know? No, no, they were both happy to come on. Oh, yeah. okay. One was Nate Valvo. Yeah. And the other one didn't come on. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? This takes me back to the days when we broke up. You never understood me. Sorry. I've had a coffee. I'm off chain. Extreme! <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first game tonight is called Social Me Me Media, where I read out a status update by the four of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Now, your okay. names are your buzzers. Can I adopt this position? <laughs> Dave looks like he's doing a pixie photo uh, for the <laughs> listener at home. Yep. Can I adopt this position? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What? What's, what's, in the, what's in the coffee you had? <laughs> we now have two couples on stage. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right. Competitive in this. I won last night, didn't I? You did win, yes. You've been very good at this. Thank you. Uh, So, if you guess correctly, you get a point. If you guess incorrectly, the person who actually tweeted it, they get the point. So, Mm. you need to be on the bluff. If it's yours, you've got to have your poker faces on. And we say our names. You say your name to buzz in, yes. David. That's right, David. That's what you would say. Laura. (laughs) (laughs) You have to say it in Dave Kellen's voice. (laughs) Tom. (laughs) Tom. Is that how I talk? <laughs> Question one. David, <laughs> a potato. <laughs> Got in before I did. If You're always we, tweeting that. Yes. Question one. <laughs> Classic Alan. If White Roy can't defeat ISIS, what hope is there? Who Laura. That? Yeah. Tom. Tom Ballard did tweet that. Yes, a yeah, point for Laura Sim. Well yes, done. at the back. Yes. He loves ISIS. You love ISIS. We're raising money for ISIS. How do you feel about Wyatt? <laughs> the terrible scourge <laughs> on the world. No, I thought well, it was stupid that he went. Isn't it really stupid that he went? It's yeah, it is. Unless you're in the army, you shouldn't go and try and defeat ISIS. Because people were giving him credit, like, oh, it's good to see our politicians getting out there and seeing what. Li-. Fuck that! No, yeah. he's not a politician anymore. No, and he could have put other people's lives at risk. Wyatt Roy is the. M- I've never seen a person who looks more like his name would be called into the Slytherin hat. Like, that's <laughs> total just White Roy. Like, that's, that's yeah. Total. It's like the guy who would actually use the stock market app on his phone. Yeah. That's what White Roy would All right, so point there for Laura. Okay, question two. If you think these crazy clowns popping up around Melbourne are scary, wait until they take off their mask and reveal the massive loser. Tom. Yes, Tom. David Callan. No, that was Daniel Connell. Oh. Point there for Daniel. Yeah. I like clowns. <laughs> How do you feel about these clowns that are meant to be terrifying the streets of Coburg? Um, I took to one with a baseball bat, <laughs> and then I had to repay the McDonald's children's charity. <laughs> Has anyone seen one? I don't know if they actually really. I, I think, think it's a marketing the th- thing. I think the thought of them is that is the thing that is terrifying. Like it, I, I think it's like 
they're there. We know they're there. We're not even if you don't see one. I'm yeah. still scared. So they can just f off. Get go yeah. go home. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have <laughs> a bath. <laughs> have a bath and just think about things. Yeah. It's so sorry, please. It's amazing how clowns are supposed to be bringing uh, happiness and joy, and they're actually. A, either terrifying or sad. Yes. Like, you know that French one with the mm. pointy hat and he's got a tear and he's got big black buttons? <laughs> that one with the white face. And a baggy... I don't know his name. I don't know why you're looking at me. And a saggy crutch. You know. So what's his name? Poirot. Poirot. Oh, Wasn't he a yeah, detective? Yeah, that's a... Yeah, that's a detective. <laughs> yeah. He figures out mysteries on the Nile. <laughs> Whereas, that's Poirot. But maybe it's... Pan Oh, I don't know. Miss Marple. It does begin with P. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Marple. Yeah, She's the one. So I was on the project and we interviewed the clown in the, the States talking about this. And we yeah. went into it being like, this will be fucking hilarious. And then we talked to this guy and he's like terrified for his life. Because he's a professional clown. Ah. He makes a living. Oh. And now everyone's like, screw all clowns. It's so like, if he's yeah. like walking from he, a gig that he's been at to his car. Yeah. He could be targeted as being one of the menace clowns. But once he but gets in the car, they don't know who he is because there's like 18 others in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> that was very funny. That was good. <laughs> he started a movement called Clown Lives Matter. This is a real thing. Wow. Yeah. People getting hassled. And and I hear that under the sea, clownfish are being beaten by normal fish. <laughs> Poor Nemo. Okay, maybe not. Question three. Can I adopt this position for the next question? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> question three. Let it be known. Let it be known. If anyone ever buys me a ride on a hot air balloon, I will be a brat about it. David. Yes, David. Laura. She will be. Yes, you're correct. A point there for Dave. <laughs> why, why a brat about... Because nice I gift. don't want that. <laughs> it's a terrible gift. You could die. It's very high up. And I would be forced to go and I wouldn't want it. And the balloon looks somewhat like an egg. So Looks like an egg. <laughs> fends me. Early in the morning as well. Which is early in the morning. There's nothing good about it. Did you, did you know this, Dan? I knew, yeah. There's a, a bit of a terror of flying in general. Uh, I've got so a bad flying phobia. <laughs> and is she all right with gifts? Have you given her a gift that she's... Been a brat about? Uh, the hot air balloon actually didn't go down. <laughs> 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 uh, I was I was tweeting that not as a joke. It was yeah. a direct <laughs> message. Only, only recently have I asked her to stop saying "Are we going down?" when a plane starts <laughs> to shake. She literally says that out loud. Are we going down? No, yes. I don't ask. Are we going down? I say we're going down. I got told you shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> And I have to say, are we now approaching descent? Which takes longer. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Okay, question four. It's taking all my powers, not just rubbing <laughs> <laughs> Just go nuts. I can't get comfortable today. Are you all right? Do you these want a chair? No. These stools no, are good. tricky. Okay, sorry. No, I'm good now. Next week we'll have chairs. I can't see anything now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lie, lie across the piano like Michelle Pfeiffer and the Fabulous Baker Boys. That's an obscure reference that nobody gets. Question four. I've got to yep. move my chair. I'll move, I'll move me backwards. Oh, I'll move forward a little bit okay, and you move back a little we're bit. We're in a V formation. It's like the Mighty Ducks. Can we just give Richie a breakfast radio job without going through all of this? Hashtag The Bachelor. Laura. Yes, Laura. Tom? No, it was Daniel. Daniel's <laughs> tweeting about the oh, bachelor. I remember when he tweeted that, actually. <laughs> no, you don't. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Big Bachelor fan, Dan? Or? Massive. Ba- I watched it one night, actually. No, because yeah. <laughs> I was... Okay, I was live tweeting The Bachelor and getting a lot of positive attention for it. <laughs> and then he decided to do a tweet and he got more positive attention <laughs> to it and then he just fucked off, off somewhere. <laughs> I've never seen an episode, but... Don't. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> not going to start, but... Uh, yeah, don't. Is Richie, is he... He was boring. Going, is he going to... Is he trying to... He's got fall this... Fall in love with the girl who's done, from Tasmania? It's done. He's got someone. All I know is that they the girl's boring. from Launceston, and when she was announced, everyone in Launceston went on the radio to tell, her, tell the radio how they got with her, and she's shit, <laughs> and she's <laughs> really horrible as a person. And Launceston's not a very big place. Everyone knew it. And it was just, yeah. Oh, is this the most recent one? Yeah, the one that's on now, who's still looking for love. Oh, Georgia. Oh, in all the wrong places, which is The Bachelor. Georgia Love? Uh, yes. Yes, that's her name, yeah. I really like her. Yeah, she does the weather down so there. So she's shit, is she? No, no, no I don't know. I d- <laughs> I'm from Bernie. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Question five. This was tweeted during the election, the Australian election. People losing their minds over Shorten eating a baguette sideways. Tony Abbott ate an onion. A fucking onion. Tom. Yes, Tom. Dave. Dave is correct. Yes, Dave (laughs) Callan tweeted that. Yes. Point there for Tom. Thank you. I feel like I deserve a point for my point. Uh, You get no points. Okay, no points. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, he ate a whole onion and like... Twice. What, twice? Yeah. When was the other time? Like two weeks after the first incident. He and just went, I'm going to do some of my old material. Because <laughs> <laughs> people who seem knows, to love it. Who knows how many onions he has eaten at home? Yeah. He might be eating onions casually. Yeah, there's no way to, to count them all. No. He could get a bag of onions and just eat them like apples. He could become a reviewer. That's probably why he didn't <laughs> flinch. He might, he might do that. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Triple R are going to have Tony Abbott on anytime <laughs> soon. Um, okay, question six. Question six. If anyone ever tells you that your generation hasn't achieved anything, remind them that we have single-handedly wrecked the entire music industry. Laura. Yes, Laura. Tom? No, it was Dave Callan. Oh. Dave gets a point there. Yes. Damn. I keep what? getting Tom. Yeah. I don't watch The Bachelor or care about music. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Sorry. Don't hang out enough. For two years, you told me how much you love music. I Every love single music. morning. Yeah. We love, love music. music. We love live music. You Triple J. <laughs> you even had a sting about it. <laughs> made up. Well... My generation ruined music? Is that what you're saying? Uh, this current generation, I just, I mean, it's an oversimplification, obviously, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we download things, don't we? Oh, yeah. yeah, and we just listen on the Spotify. Are you acting like we're in the same generation? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's a bit of an act out. Okay, so I'm on the phone. I know Sonia Kruger has endorsed a ban on Muslim immigration, but I'm calling to ask what Luke Jacobs thinks about Israel. Yes, I'll hold. Who tweeted that? Laura. Yes, Laura. Tom. Tom did tweet that, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And can I say, brilliantly performed. (laughs) That. I I did it on a flip phone. (laughs) Because I'm from Dave's generation. Uh, (laughs) Yes, okay, question eight. We'll go through this one. Mum got drunk tonight and told us that in 1998 she ran over a dog and kept driving. (laughs) She had to pick up Dad from the airport, she said. David. Tom. Yes, oh. uh, Tom. I heard Tom first. Laura. Yes, Laura <laughs> is correct. Yes. It was funny. She'd had um, two for one margaritas, <laughs> and she just started saying stuff. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant on the night she hit the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she she said it very casually. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes, I hit a dog once and um, she said that it like reared up at her and went <laughs> rah and so then she kept driving. <laughs> It was late 80s. We're pretty sure it was the last Tasmanian tiger. Because it was in Tasmania. It was near Launceston. Tweeted during the Olympics. In my under nines final, we were down 14.35 at half time. Come on, boomers. You can do it. Brackets. We lost by 43 points. Tom. (laughs) Yes, Tom. Daniel. That is Daniel. Yes, a point there for Daniel. I meant point for Tom. Sorry. Yes. Last one for the round. Hmm. You know people who don't want to have a relationship again because they have never worked in the past? That's where I'm at with printers. <laughs> Dan. Dan, did you say that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dave. You are correct. It was oh. Dave Callan, yes. Oh. Give Dave a point for very that. Point. Good. That's a very good... No, you got to laugh. That's better than a point, surely. I don't give a shit what these people... I don't care if you have a nice afternoon. I'm talking about results. But, okay, anyway. I wouldn't tell you how to run. It is amazing that printers, home printers have not got better. They're worse. <laughs> they're they're, not, they're, they're worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they're like, um, they're like go through radio signals almost. Yeah. They it's almost Bluetooth. do. It's all that yeah. Kind of stuff. <laughs> it's all, it's, it's, they go through the air like there's no wires. Yeah. I got told, it's like, very that's unreliable. It is, yeah. <laughs> all right. At the end of the round, the scores are, as Sim brings them up. Oh, yes. And then someone She's runs delivering off the, the scores. Yes. The scores are, oh, it's very close. So we have Laura on two points. Well done, Laura. Thanks, Dave, also on two points. Well done, Dave. Yeah, well done. Tom Dave. on three points. Oh, damn. And also equal in the lead, Daniel on three points. We have oh, a tie. Daniel. Thank you. Our What's the name round. of this place, by the way? This place is called Some Velvet Morning. That sounds like a lyric from a Bell and Sebastian song. It's a lyric is from it? a, um, what's his name? Uh, Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. So you're almost right. But that not. Was before uh, music was ruined. <laughs> 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 All right. This round is called Let's Talk About Death, Baby. Let's Talk About You and Me. All the oh. good things and the bad things. Yes, let's talk about death. I'm pretty sure that's not the original lyric. <laughs> it's sex. <laughs> yeah, it was sex. In this round, we Rude. talk about death. Or in the particular... Worst episode of Spicks and Specs. It's fine. It's fine. I've got a little chair. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I've got a whole stack of like Spicks and Specs cards that I was almost going to print out to hold and have the... You know, I thought, that's so depressing. Just, <laughs> here's my new quiz. No. Uh, in this round, we talk about death, or in particular, funerals, because one of our guests is obsessed with death and dying. Yes, Laura Dunneman is a tad obsessed with death, and it consumes her thoughts, so much so that she knows exactly what song she would play at her funeral. Now, which of these choices... Does she want play? Let's talk about sex. Is yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Except we would change the words to let's talk now, about death. <laughs> the rule is you have to decide which one it is. Now you can ask her as many questions oh, as yeah. you want. Okay. Try and get the answer. So the first one is this. Is it I swear by all for one? I swear by the moon Imagine the coffin going down. It works. It Dan's work. given his eulogy. Like is it Billy Joel, Uptown Girl? Coffin slowly roses down. What jaunty, really? Or is it this one? <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the blues. The theme to Frasier. Something like Kelsey Grammer. Mercy. <laughs> And maybe I seem a bit confused. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. But I, I got, got you, you pegged. Pegged. Ha, 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 ha. This is all about ha, ha, ha. 
But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. I can say the word egg. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying, I don't know what to do with those tossed salad and scramble. Like, he's and confused like, about the eggs. Chuck them in the bin. I'm like, <laughs> don't <laughs> eat them, Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them in the bin. They smell like a fart. <laughs> so, okay. any questions for Laura? <clears throat> so, there's three, three songs there. Yeah. All for one. Which is I swear their song I swear by Awful One, Billy Joel's Uptown Girl, or the theme to Fraser. Which one? Oh. Now, Dan, you should know. You live with her. I should. You're, I should. You're engaged. You're <laughs> married to her. Any questions? Are you guys engaged? Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. That was, was yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But I thought I was dropping a bombshell. That's good. <laughs> Public knowledge. Oh, oh I just didn't put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> then it's not real. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is our wedding. <laughs> yeah, take that, Reese and Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, we, do you want to be cremated or lowered into the? I, we were talking either, about either this way, today. I want to be though. cremated. But you get lowered either way, and then they take you off and burn. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you yeah you're in a coffin. You can't, you, you can't be cremated without a coffin. You've got to be in some kind of coffin. They can't just put the body on the fire and. Yeah, you legally have to be in a coffin. Yeah. Didn't your uncle say that? <laughs> yeah, there's you could a story bring your about that. Man to the hospital wrapped in a sheet, and they'd have to accept it. Yeah, <laughs> he's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those people who like trying to use stamps as legal tender. Look, that that is fucking legal. You can use that. It was apparently when the funeral home were trying to convince him that they needed a coffin for Nana, even though she was getting cremated, and he said. No, <laughs> I could bring her in in a dirty sheet. Like, yeah, I was wondering what the <laughs> conversation was. I was like, Uncle, you're a lawyer. Um, now, can I take Nan into the hospital just in a yeah. sheet, or do I have to? And then apparently, okay, <laughs> I wasn't there. But then apparently, my auntie was upset, and she said, "No, I think I would like her in a coffin." And he said, "Well, we'll put her in a coffin, but it's because she wants it, not because you said." <laughs> he sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's great. Anyway, I would be cremated. Can you tell us about the other factors of your funeral? What are we going for there? What's the general vibe? Okay. Celebration of the life or everyone crying? What do you want? Um, I do want people to be sad. Um. <laughs> Arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some nice photos. Um, maybe afterwards, like, there could be, you know, videos, maybe an episode of Frasch. Yep. Oh, <laughs> bit of a bit of a clue drop there. Dropping that in. <laughs> I think. She wants us to get it wrong, oh. so she gets the point. Yeah, yeah, mm. right. Or is she oh. overthinking it and wants you to bluff to think that you're. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's tricky. It's you tricky. don't know. I am a very manipulative person. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Dan, you still want to get married? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what song do you want at your wedding? What song do I want at my wedding? This. <laughs> well, I've got a story about that song, if you want to hear it. Yes. Which is um, one of the reasons why I may or may not want it at my funeral. Yeah. Um, is that I used to love that song and I used to, like, it was before you could, like, download music. So I used to, like, record, if it was on the radio, I'd record it on a cassette. Yep. But I, could, I had a cassette player that I could record my voice as well. So I recorded <laughs> myself singing that. <laughs> Over the top of the cassette, I swear. I was like eight, yeah. uh, the whole song. And then it was, I had put it at the end of a mixtape that I'd made. 
And we were out like one day during the school holidays with my family and then family friends of ours and um, we had my mixtape on in the car and that song came on. Which I should have known. Like I'd made the mixtape <laughs> and it started and I knew that my voice was going to kick in soon <laughs> and it did. And everybody <laughs> laughed at me because I was the youngest and it was a silly thing to do. And I remember not wanting to talk to anyone for the rest of the day. And yeah. so you've chosen that as your funeral song to make <laughs> feel bad. Well, I do like that song. And, yeah. and I, has, yeah. I always thought it was um, – I didn't think it was all for one. I thought it was boys to men. Mm. That I think sung they had that, a cover of it. and I was in a hotel um, elevator with boys to men once. Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard this story. Oh, <laughs> mm. is this how they became men? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a young lady, so not gonna tell. But I was. Um, how I'd did you even end up in the same elevator as boys <laughs> to men? Well, I'd been at the swimming pool when I was coming oh, back down, and I had a it. dressing gown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that explains it all. <laughs> No, I just was like, that's boys to men. Because we'd heard that they were staying in the hotel. <laughs> Did you say, which one's boys? Which one's <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm going to separate the boys from the men here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so any questions? You know, any questions? Um, if it was uh, Uptown Girl, what lyric do you think uh, associates with being a dead person? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Because <laughs> that's what a ghost says. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That would be me as yeah. a ghost. Whoa. Whoa, an uptown ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Singing in a Motown way. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, n now that I think about it, I'm leaning towards, just at the moment, leaning towards um, uh, all four. What was it? All for, all for one. one. No, all for one, yeah. And I swear. Because it has the lyric... Um, Till death do us part, I'll love you with every beat of my heart. Yeah. Am I right? I love you yeah. every beat of my heart, and I swear. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're listening. Also, with Uptown Girl, I think that's a good one to play at a funeral because, and same with Frasier actually, because it's always like a typical funeral thing that you play a really happy song, and that makes everyone sadder. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. 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 Do you, do you guys know what songs you want played at your funeral? Something by Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Macarena. Macarena. <laughs> and then get Something's them to do the action. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, they get your corpse. <laughs> Daniel, any, anything? Uh, maybe like, yeah, like a Mumbo number no. five. Mumbo number no. five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If people want to lock in answers. Laura, what song do you want played at your No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with All For One, I Swear. All For One, I Swear by Tom. So that was A. Yeah, I'll go <laughs> with the... All the credit for the song, but sure. I'll go with the Frasier theme. C for Dave. Uptown Girl. Yeah. Uptown Girl for the fiancé. And the correct answer is Uptown Girl. Ah. Yes. <laughs> One point for Dan. Two points for Laura. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
No points for the others. Because yes. I really, I really love Billy Joel. Oh, but mm. there has to be more to it than that. That's about it. Okay. I'd always <laughs> also want, because um, sh- she's always a woman to me. That would make everyone so sad. <laughs> <laughs> you also told me Wuthering Heights. Oh, Wuthering Heights be. is the big one. That's one that everybody knows that I yeah. would have played. That's you wouldn't the one. want them to get mixed up and you go, I want Wuthering Heights at my funeral and they just play the audio book of just yeah. <laughs> someone reading <laughs> Wuthering Heights. Was I'm going to hear for a while, guys. Heathcliff uh. walked across the moors. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about Wuthering Heights. <laughs> so at I think the I want to lick my neck, lick my back, lick my pussy <laughs> and my crack. Just write down. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Dave still on two points, Tom still on three points, but equal in the lead are the couple, Laura and Daniel, on four points. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point, if you guess correctly, a point to the person who the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So the first person is to Laura. Now, Tom was on the SBS show First Contact with One Nation, One Nation co-founder David Oldfield. David Oldfield loves barbecue sandboys and had packed 10 packets in his luggage because he thought where he was going, he wouldn't be able to get them from these indigenous communities. Of course, in the suitcase, they broke and spilled onto his clothes. For the rest of the trip, before introducing himself, he would say, sorry, I smell like barbecue sandboys. <laughs> even though he'd been assured dozens of times by the cast and the crew that he did not smell like barbecue sandboys. <laughs> yeah or nah? Now, you can ask Tom as many questions as you like. Okay. What size of packets were they? Because was it like a bulk size that you get, like 20 kid-sized packets, or did he get like a lot of the adult-sized sandboy packets? Uh, I don't... I never saw the packets. Uh, this is all second-hand information from him. Just okay. campaigns every single time. But I, I assume, yeah, I think he had one a day thing or whatever. Like, yeah, so heaps. And we were away for four weeks. Okay. Did he explain why why barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> he never explained why. He had such bizarre eating habits and would tell us, update us regularly on his um, bowel schedule. He was <laughs> extremely precise. Who would have thought a, a One Nation person would be talking shit? Oh. <laughs> oh, another good zinger. So crazy, crazy things, yes. I think he's, like, he's just like putting brown things out of his yeah. body. I think, I think that was what he thought of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, you're on his side now? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so yes, yeah, so it was something to do with his diet and making everything regular. And so he was worried that his fingers would smell like barbecue sandboys. But they, no, they spilled in the suitcase, so they soaked it. He was worried about his clothes. Oh, yes. All right. So Did you ever see any salty residue? Okay. What did he then eat on the trip? Um, <laughs> he ate the food that we, we ate in a lot of pubs. We, he refused to eat any food prepared by Aboriginal people. Houses. Not, not in, I mean, just in, in the conditions in which Aboriginal people were making his food didn't meet his particular hygiene standards. But barbecue sandboys are fine. <laughs> 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 complicated man. Yeah, wow. He, uh, he did share his chocolate a lot. It's very hard for me to fully hate him, though I do with every fiber of my being. Obviously white chocolate then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
was a good singer. <laughs> top deck, because the white was on top and the brown was way below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, just, just make sure that ranking is proper, you know. Uh, no, it was like 80% cocoa or, cocoa or whatever, like the healthy chocolate yep. that you yeah. can have. Yeah. So he wants healthy chocolate, but he's wanting just to eat barbecue sandboys. Look, I... Th- I Asking him questions about it would mean spending more time talking to David Oldfield. Yeah. So I never Get him on your next podcast, Josh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, I'm going to say nah. You are correct. It was yeah. nah. Oh. Oh. I, thought, I wanted oh. to be so true. I thought just so much to that. I thought that's different. I was watching <laughs> Tom and he, you were laughing. <laughs> I could have been laughing at how funny it was. Yeah. <laughs> but he was... Like oh, fucking worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a good story you made up, though, Josh. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I do well on this show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so to Tom. Now, Dave is a vegetarian and quite often on the road touring. Yeah. Recently, while travelling through New South Wales, he ordered what was called deconstructed nachos, which turned out to be all the nacho elements just served separately. He posted a pic of the meal asking, what is this bullshit? Only to realise the next day that the chef follows him on social media... <laughs> When the young chef apologised. Yeah or nah? Now you can ask Dave as many questions as you want. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where was this? Uh, Nowra. It's on Rocho? Yeah. And what were you expecting when you ordered deconstructed nachos? I didn't see the deconstructed part. I just ordered nachos. (laughs) And then they brought them out in parts. And like I was like, the fuck is this bullshit? Am I allowed to swear on this little radio play? Yes, you can. I think that's a little kid that's fine. Oh, sorry. And then so it just came out and it was corn chips and then like some little urns of different bullshit. So I had like, you know, like an urn. What would you call a, pot, a small thing? A little bowl. Yeah, a pot. A little. You know what an urn is? Uh, <laughs> it was a Coptic jar. Anyway, there was all these little receptacles, vestibules, if you will, and they had different bullshit in them, like uh, the th- sorts of bullshit you would expect on a nachos that's been fully assembled by a normal person. Right. And I was like looking at this, and it cost like 17 or 18 bucks. Oh. And I was like, I pretty much paid 17 or 18 bucks for the whole thing to be assembled. <laughs> and, um, and so I actually asked, like, uh, I said, why, sorry, what is this like this for? And they were, oh, it's, you know, it's deconstructed nachos. And I'm like, Did it say deconstructed on the menu? Maybe in some fine print or <laughs> the chalk gotta, had been wiped away. You've got to read that fine print, Dave. Yeah, I know, from mm. now on I will. So but was I was a bit unhappy because there was a Coles next door and I could have gotten a lot more ingredients <laughs> for me to make on my own anyway. Um, and so, yeah, just what... <laughs> what, was, what was in the vestibules? The vestibules contained <laughs> <laughs> the burial ashes of King Tutankhamun. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and you were annoyed? There was like... <laughs> did you dip, dip chips into the, the remains of Tutankhamun? Pretty much. So there was like... One had just refried beans, and then one had, you know, like guac, yeah. and then one had, you know, sour cream and so on. And then there was a cheese one, but it was solid. So it all just came out in one... <laughs> in one sort of like... Almost like a cylinder of cheese came out. So they didn't even impressed. melt the cheese over the corn chips because that's no, the big exactly thing. Right. That's the big. <laughs> yeah. That is the big thing. It's a huge Pretty thing. Yeah. Huge. And it was just basically the chips and that, t- and then the vestibules. 
Did so the was, chef have hands? I think he had two hooks in hindsight. Yeah. How do you find uh, getting food on roadshow with your vegetarianness? It's not ideal. No. Like, um, it's great. We're spoiled in Melbourne. Like, no matter what your dietary, you know, concerns are, if you're a gluten-free person, or uh, maybe you don't want pork, or just vegetarian, and you can easily be catered to but on in the country it's it's a it's a wild frontier still <laughs> you get a chicken schnitzel and you shut up that's basically <laughs> it yeah side order of stfu <laughs> yeah, that's all you get all right i want this to be real and i feel like the anchor's real so i'm gonna say yeah you are correct it was real Yay. yes the next day, the poor young chef apologised on social media saying, sorry, you didn't like your food, Mr. Callan. Nobody, yeah, he was, it was very full on because then someone came along to defend him and say, you're an asshole for doing all this and publicly shaming him. And I'm like, I'm not really. It's you didn't the use chef. His name. And it's also the modern day zeitgeist of trying to be hipster with meals when really we just want to eat a prepared meal that we pay for. I was there. It was very funny when it came out. <laughs> also, because the beans didn't come out until way later. You'd already started, and then, like, the refried beans, whatever what? it was. What? And they're, like, you know, yeah. it's all separately. They're something good to dip in. You don't want to dip into the, a block of cheese. Yeah. Or this very, very pale guacamole. No. Yeah, you want yeah. some beans. What is the philosophy at all behind deconstructing any meal? What is the Laziness. It, it started Laziness. with deconstructed coffee, I think. Is that is the, like maybe the first one? or? I don't know. Yeah, no, it's no, the same it price. Because they would have to pay for the vestibules. Yeah. They had to pay for the I vestibules. I reckon what it is, all they need to do Definitely then. The no, they've just got everything <laughs> cooked in, in saucepans and they just get a little teaspoon and dip it in and then they don't have to prepare it. They just put it on the plate and then done. Oh. Yeah. So it's in Bay they want to give you the option of yeah. using how much you want in your dish. Like you can yeah. put, yeah. put your beans on. But you know what? If you're ordering nachos... You're not that fussy. Like, really, yeah. nachos... Or uh, it's the only vegetarian thing on the yes. menu. <laughs> yes. So you are fussy. Anyway, so... Uh, hey, what? Today, now... All right. Daniel, at 18, went on a holiday to Bali where he got dreadlocks. <laughs> I'm buying this so far. <laughs> when he returned and realised that he was a white guy with dreadlocks, he tried to brush them out, only to realise they were super glued in, as in super glued in, meaning he had to shave his head. Oh. Yeah or nah? Um... And so I'm going to ask questions you now can about ask questions, this. Yes. Um, how long was your hair when you were 18 before uh, you went? About that long. That long, yeah. He's holding his um, uh, about sorry. 15 centimeters, yeah, I'd yeah, say. And what was the inspiration? Was it Zach Della Roca from <laughs> Raids Against the Machine? <laughs> no, it was just wanting to trying to be funny to my friends <laughs> that I was on the trip with. You did it for a visual gag, yeah, just, for, just for laughs, because yeah. we'd been harassed all week to get dreadlocks uh, by people in the stalls. Oh yeah, uh, okay. And I said, I'll do that. And I snuck off on my own yeah. and did it. So I haven't been to Bali. Is that like a common kind of thing that they pressure tourists to get done so they can make a bit of money? Is that like one of those oh, things? absolutely. Yeah. Dreadlock, yeah, anything okay. up there. Yeah, um, okay. Dreadlocks are very common. And braids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so you uh, decided to get it done just as a bit of a joke and thought you could brush it out after? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, at this juncture, you... Oh, what was the person like who did them, the, the, the dreadlocks? It was a couple of elderly uh, Balinese ladies. Elderly Balinese ladies? Yeah. And did you have casual chats or or not they, while it was they going on? They chatted between themselves and were laughing, uh. and I had no idea what was going on. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what did your mate say when you revealed your new head? 
Shitlocks. <laughs> that was your name, they Shitlocks. All started chanting Shitlocks. Okay. How long in between the old ladies and your and you trying to brush them out? What was the time span? A couple of days, a couple of hours? Two days. Yeah. Two days. I got back to when you got my hometown. Yeah. When you landed in Melbourne, okay, or your hometown. So, um, the final question is: Did you not notice the super glue at the time? Didn't you understand when they said Apicabar Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about the smell? You would have smelt the super glue. I wasn't. I don't know. There's a lot of smells going on. Because <laughs> yeah. when yeah. you think of barley, you think of the smell of super glue, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did, it was quite stiff, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't think. Are we still talking <laughs> about the dreadlocks? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I did. I did. Never crossed my mind. Super glue, like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that a common dreadlock technique to put super glue not into your all. hair? Oh, not at all. Yeah, no, okay. I think it's like you've got to tease it and frizz it and yeah, yeah. over a little period of time. Okay. Um, and uh, how was it you found out about the super glue? Um, I asked mum to cut it off because I was obviously sick of the shitlocks calls and uh, she said, This is super glue, mate. Uh, <laughs> how could she tell though? It was all just dried at the root, oh, yeah, like yeah. at the base of my head. Okay, uh, it was yeah. just dried like super glue. Yeah, and, okay. Uh, yep. Have you cut it out? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy this. You're sure. going to say, yeah? Yep, yep. You are correct, yes. Oh. <laughs> Young Dan had dreadlocks. Yes. I want a picture. Has, do pictures there exist? Probably, there would be. Okay. Yeah. Yep. okay, so to Daniel. Now this is where the game turns uh, into perfect match. Shitlocks. Shitlocks, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, Laura was so nervous before having dinner with your family for the first time in Batelands Bay... Oh, bless. ...that she snuck a box of muesli bars into her luggage. Oh, bless. Snuck off an hour beforehand and ate four of them. This way she didn't eat heaps at the dinner table because she was worried that your parents might judge her for eating too much. <laughs> yeah or nah? Is that true or is that false? Where, where was the dinner? Can you, do you remember where that was? It was at your mum and dad's house and we had corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> Silverside. Yeah, Silverside. Good Irish that a, do they do they differentiate silver Silverside and corned beef from Victoria, New South Wales? I don't know. In Tassie, it's Silverside because I used to hate it. What, what I used to walk in, my mum would boil beef. it, and I'd walk in from school and just burst into tears as soon as I opened the door because <laughs> I could smell <laughs> Silverside, and I, I was such a sook, and I just You're oh, I don't want of eggs. I just sit there with the horrible white sauce. White I just sit for like two yeah, or three they hours. They had the white sauce at the table, just going, I don't want to eat it. Yeah, and they'd be like, Go play with that slut from The Bachelor. Ma! <laughs> Sorry, that, that was a joke. That doesn't reflect my views. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Not all men. <laughs> I, this is if this is true. This is a this is interesting. Uh, they could uh, break up in front of us today, guys. Then you could get that. Then you could get that ex-couple. You would. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of music bars are we talking here? That's they the question <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> they were those oaty bars, you know, oat those slice. oat slice. Just we don't the have them one. anymore, but we used to. Four. <laughs> <laughs> in the ma- in how long? In how many minutes? It was in the bathroom. I ate. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I ate one. <laughs> I ate one in front of you in the car <laughs> on the way there. So I did stagger them, and, and then, then three the rest in the. <laughs> In the bathroom. Because I do... Because we'd have been a long day getting over there and I, you know, I was very hungry and I didn't want to... I don't know, I was just nervous. 
I didn't plan Normally it. I didn't plan it ahead of time. I didn't. Yeah, I've never been more annoyed that you insulted them by not eating their food. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, who's <coughs> ever had a nervous tick where you eat muesli bars? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like an unusual one. It was an oaty slice. <laughs> oaty slice then. No, I because oaty slices. Are, I need milk when I have oaty. <laughs> They do dry your mouth out a bit, and that's how I found that out that day. (laughs) Where did you put the wrappers? Oh, you know, I hide wrappers everywhere. (laughs) I hide wrappers down the couch, in the car, (laughs) in my pockets. (laughs) One time I took out, I had my jacket, and Dan asked me to unlike, unlike, do my pockets, and I just had like anti coal wrappers (laughs) and like a Freddo Frog wrapper, just wrappers of everything. Well, maybe it was from then. Is this empty your pockets? I want to see what's in your pockets. (laughs) What sort of weird relationship? Before you get this ring, empty your pockets. And I've just got a string of condoms (laughs) (laughs) used. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What do you reckon, Dan? I'm going to say nah. It was... Nah, you are correct, yes. (laughs) Well done. Uh, but I was Dexter? good with the Odie slice. I was worried. You were very worried, Dan. I'd never <laughs> seen someone in the show so worried was, about someone. Yeah. yeah, that was that was very well eating, played. You've never seen someone so worried about someone eating secret music. <laughs> was someone worried about a, a thing being true? Like it was. It was nice. He was concerned that you were you just a secret eater. How prepared she is to lie to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good foundation. He already us. knew that. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Dave on three points. Tom on four points, Laura on five points, and Daniel on also five points. Everyone got a point there. All right. Our final round here at Don't You Know Who I Am live at Sunville Morning is Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out. (laughs) Is that a lyric from a Rolling Stones song? (laughs) It's the Who. Fuck hell. Oh, fuck. Oh, Uh, I swore again. (laughs) Who let the dogs in? Who who, 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 who? I'm so who much cooler than you guys. Who let the dogs out? No, I know, anyway. Who, who, okay. who, 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 who? In this round. Now, now to play the Baja men royalties. Great. Uh, <laughs> in this round, I'll read out ten questions. They're all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers and say who it is. You can't answer your ones that are you. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. It's the only round you can lose points. But don't worry. It's anyone's game. Dave, you're last. You're only down by two. Yay. Yes. Okay. Question one. Whose biggest fear as a child was quicksand? Laura. Yes, Laura. Dave. It was yes, Dave Callan oh. put on tw- on Facebook that yes. his biggest fear was quicksand. With a close second earwigs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't see earwigs as much as I used to as a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't, you that's true. Yeah. yeah. That and white dog shit. You don't see white dog shit anywhere nice. these days. Yeah, and wagon wheels. Even when you see dog shit, it's not white. Do you know why that is? I why? looked this I looked this up. It's because they've changed the the food that all the chemicals are oh, called dog no food. Way. No way! I thought it was so global it warming. No, it's so that it doesn't go chalky anymore. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. You have a close look Mow the lawn. White dust stuff. going everywhere. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you go searching. Oh, I have to. I have a mind where I can't let things sit. I have to find the answers. Searching for white dog poo and earwigs. <laughs> yes. Mm. What a life. <laughs> Question two: Who loves Harry Potter so much they actually felt jealous when he, Harry started dating Cho Chang? David. Yes, Dave. Was it Laura? No, it was Tom Ballard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Point off for Dave. I love not Harry good Potter. enough for him. <laughs> what book that was that? That was what I really started asking some questions. <laughs> <laughs> book five, book six. 
yeah. That was four. Yeah, no, five. Fire, five. Yeah, yeah. Because she was going out with Cedric Diggory in Goblet of Fire and then Cedric died and then... Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He dies, everybody. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Question three. Who once drew a picture of a naked lady to impress some boys in grade three? David. Yes, David. Was it Tom? I mean... <laughs> no. Oh. I oh, said it was Tom. Yes, it was. It was Tom. <laughs> Sorry. It was Tom. I wasn't even good at drawing. <laughs> Tom was 19 at the time. I got, yeah. my, I got my point back. I you got lost. Your point back, yes. By taking a gamble. Were they impressed? Um, yeah, I think they liked the breast work. <laughs> the breast very, work. Yeah, I was, was very vague on what the details of like below, below the chest. Did you do good shading? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Mm. Fuck, I was a lonely child. <laughs> anyway. Question four. Whose worst job was a bike shop assistant? Tom. Yes, Tom. Daniel. Yes, it was Daniel. Yes. Yeah. Point there. What's so bad about being a bike shop assistant? I had no idea about bikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How did you get it? I Were you wearing bike pants I at honestly, the time? I quit my job and I looked in the paper the next day and saw bike shop assistant. 20 hours a week. I was like, that'll do. <laughs> and I went in there and I hated it. it was the, I used to, the other staff used to watch me. Uh, I'd come out with like a BMX and a person would want to buy a BMX, like a little kid with their father. And he'd be like asking bike questions. And I'd be like, yeah, that's got, yeah, no, that's right. It's got the double brake. Yeah, the brakes on the back. <laughs> they'd all be looking through the window, just pissing themselves, laughing at me trying to sell this bike. I had no idea. It was horrible. And my boss was a shocking man. It was terrible. He was, uh, Hello, Jeff, if you're listening. <laughs> Worst boss I ever had. Worst, and worst job, yeah. I lasted about four months. And then. So, did you sell yeah. any bikes? Oh, heaps. <laughs> to like, heaps of, yeah, a lot so you of don't bikes. even have to be good at selling bikes? To you, you don't have to have any knowledge whatsoever. I was go. putting them together as well. So I was, <laughs> 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 there are some people that had some bad stacks. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Who at age four went missing at a local football game? Tom. Yes, Tom. Laura. No, it was Dan. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And... We're, where were you found? Uh, <laughs> the front seat of the opposition team's bus. <laughs> <laughs> asleep. Asleep, yeah. Just went for a little nine-eye. Yeah, just fell asleep. Do you bus. know what people used to call Dan when he was a little boy? <laughs> <laughs> what? Doodler Dan, mummy's little man. <laughs> <laughs> so shit locks was a step up, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why Doodler Dan? Do like to draw? Doodler Dan, wrong. mummy's little man. <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> My brother was Mummy's Little Duda for a while. Mummy's so <laughs> Little Duda. <laughs> All right. Question six. Who once got given a belly dancing kit from their nan? Dan. Yes, Dan. Laura. That is Laura, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laura, that's who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, you, do you express any interest in belly dancing? None. Okay. <laughs> it was the be- I was there when it was. <laughs> it was weird. And a CD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That and the hot air balloon, that was a shit Christmas. That was, <laughs> it was only like two years ago. <laughs> Grown adult. If you're not using it, can I have it? <laughs> but my mum has started doing belly dancing classes on Tuesday nights with um, the lady that lives next door called Di and um, they go down to the local leisure centre for belly dancing classes. Happy, happy hips. It's called dance. Happy Hips. <laughs> happy Hips. Dodging dogs with yeah. happy hips. Okay, question <laughs> six. No, seven. Who here was the voice of Tough Nuts? Tom. Dan. Yes, Tom. Dave? Yes, Dave was the voice <laughs> of Tough Nuts. Of course. What were Tough Nuts? How do you even remember that? 
It was on your Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to take control of that. Um, I, although it was a type of nuts. You know those nuts that have a bit of a coating around them? Yes. Pretty tough, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tough ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can often buy them in, in shops. And they come in a vestibule. You know those ones? <laughs> so you, you, what would you call them? Like they're kind of savory. They've got a savory, crispy shell on the outside. And they were called tough nuts. And I had to do a little... A radio Pistachios? ad. Savory nuts. No, no they're savory nuts. Peanuts, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, peanuts. So nuts. With like a crunchy shell right. called tough nuts. Did you have to like have a physical exam to get the job <laughs> to check that your nuts were tough? <laughs> what? Can, what? You, can what? you do the yes, please you do yes. the ad for us? I can't remember. It was like about ten years ago. Tough nuts. Hello. <laughs> tough nuts. Eat tough, tough nuts, please. <laughs> Trousers. Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any pillows <laughs> for my tough knots? <laughs> before I knew Dave, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, before I knew Dave, he was on a tram that I was on. This is before I was even in comedy. And I said to my friend, oh, there's the comedian Dave Callan. And my friend just shouted out, have you got any pillows? <laughs> Thinking it wasn't Dave, just some weird guy <laughs> looking like Dave. Because um, you'd see d- a lot of Dave doppelgangers on the tram. And uh, Dave turned around and went, hey. And uh, I went, what do you do that for? And then I realised he wouldn't care. No way. No. I didn't care. I like pillows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you like pillows? And t- I'm not allowed anything hard. <laughs> One of the best gala spots of all time. Yeah, I said it. Question eight. <laughs> Who was recently quoted in an interview as saying, I've always been a comedy genius? <laughs> David. Yeah. Yes, David. Was it Laura? No, it was Tom Ballard. Oh. <laughs> always been a comedy genius. <laughs> ironically. It was, I, like, it was said ironically. I want to make that it well, was not for me to say, you know. It's whatever. It was also. Do you know how they always take a little quote and they run that at the top, and then you read the rest of the article and say that was what the quote was. Oh, yeah. Uh, ha, ha. I knew you were being ironic. <laughs> Thanks, man. But I know you, so the rest of the people they wouldn't have. <laughs> Question nine. Anyone's game here. Anyone's game. Whose dream job would be a country rubbish tip attendant? Tom. Yes, Tom. Laura. Yes, you are correct. Yes, Laura. <laughs> that would be her dream job. And I think also Dan, Dan as well. Yes. It's a shared dream. A shared dream. <laughs> Something to aspire to. <laughs> I, I agree. Tell the people why it's your dream well, job. Well, you came up with it because we went to the tip one day. We went to the tip in uh, Lawn down the, the Great Ocean Road. To and chuck away the, the belly dancing <laughs> kit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And the guy, he, he just, it was the best, like he just took rubbish up, he just stood out, looked out the window and said, just put it in that pile. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him like 10 bucks and then left. It was, I was and then he sat back down in his seat. I agree. I reckon that's a dream job because you can just sit, if you've got the internet, you can listen to podcasts yeah. all day. You could write, like as yep. a comedian, I you've got a lot of spare time. Underneath the Nova Cinema in, in Carlton here, there's a, where there's actual attendants that take, you t- take your money. Yes. I want to be that guy. That's yes. what I, that would be a dream job. Just go, oh, yeah, that's it. The only thing that's stopping me is the people go, Did well, you, you are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is way better. <laughs> Live the dream. And I've got all these cards from the show still. I'm so happy. I'm Would really like happy. tough nuts? <laughs> hey, man. During the film. What? <laughs> what the flip? Last question. Anyone's game. Anyone can win from here. Oh, jeez. Who was the lead singer in their church choir? Tom. Yes, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> is this for the game? Like, this is for the game. Right. This is for the game. This is the final whistle. No, no, no. This is. Uh, I've, do, I've been adding in my head. 
If you lose this, you lose completely. If you but get I didn't it, you lose win. Anyway. No, if you get it, you win. Brilliant. It's neck and neck. Oh, wow. It. I don't know. It's not true. Daniel Connell. You are correct! <laughs> yeah. Well done. Sing us a song. It was yeah, Daniel Connell. I, I, I Here really I am, Lord. Yeah, that was I had a really high pitched voice when I was <laughs> under 10. And, and then uh, they used to put me up the front and uh, I'd start the song. And Doodler Dan, Mummy's Little Man. <laughs> <laughs> Can Doodler Dan give us a few bars no. right now? No. Go on. No, no. Give us a bit of kumbaya. No, my no. voice is broken now. Okay. Uh, Did the priest ever call you Doodler Dan? <laughs> 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 he came up with that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at the end of the game, we've got to get out of here because there's a band coming in. So at the end of the game, the scores were <laughs> Dave... On two points. And of course, Dave. Pretty good. Laura on six points. Yeah. Daniel on six points, making our winner on seven points. It was Drew Tombell. Yeah. Oh, I've never been so happy. Oh, my goodness, he won it. Well done, Tom. Well done, Tom Bella. Well done, everyone, for playing. Round of applause for all our contestants. Had Dan Connell, <laughs> Laura Dunham, thank you, Dave Callan, <laughs> Tom Ballard. Before we go, where can we find people at home listening? Where they can find you on the internet, Dan? Uh, DanielConnell.com.au. Not, not net. And on, on Twitter, you are uh, the bell. We've got to get out of here. Uh, at Daniel Connell three. Daniel Connell three. Yes. I'm just Laura Dunneman everywhere. Everywhere. Good. Just look me up. I do a podcast with a ninja. <laughs> yes. What's it called? It's called Sensei and Dave. It's up to episode six. There's two left in the season. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. on iTunes and all the places where you can get... Yeah, yeah. Sensei and Dave. Excellent. Yeah. And Mr. Ballard? Uh, Comedy Ballard. genius? Thank <laughs> you. Ironic. Uh, at Tom C. Ballard. And I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old. I'd love you to listen to it if you get a chance. Excellent, excellent work. Uh, thank you for everyone who came. Give yourself a round of applause. Woo. Next week here, I can confirm we have Celia Picola is going to come in and Dave Thornton, yeah, and then Yay. two other people who I haven't booked yet. Uh, <laughs> but they'll be here, they'll be here. Thank you very much, thank you very much for uh, some Velvet Morning for having us. Stick around, have a drink. Everyone at home, keep downloading. Keep following everyone who's on the thing. Give them that the don't you know who I am. Give them a little rise on their Twitter following. I've been Josh Earl. Until next week, see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.